The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, today is the day celebrated by the French people. It's their Fête Nationale. It honours the moment in 1789 when the Bastille fell. Now, to tell us all about the importance of Bastille Day is Vincent Guéron, the French ambassador to Ireland. Ambassador, good morning and welcome. Good morning, Pat. Thank you very this much is, for the This invitation. is a big day for, for all of France. Now, I remember the first time I went to Paris, I went looking for the Bastille because there's still a metro station called Bastille. I got off at the, that, that station. There is no Bastille. No, there is not a single stone <laughs> left from this uh, fortress. Now we have a very nice opera, l'Opéra Bastille. We have a, a, a nice place, which is a very trendy and gentrified uh, court of Paris. But there's no uh, fortress. There's no Bastille. Now, the fall of the Bastille, I had the idea that there were thousands of people uh, massing outside the Bastille. And inside there were, you know, prisoners who were men of the people and they were trying to liberate them. That's not quite the story. No, indeed. It's, well, the Bastille indeed was a, was a kind of a big fort uh, in a, on the outskirts of what was Paris at the time. Uh, and, but it was a, a symbol of uh, tyranny, of oppression, and that is why it was stormed. But in, in reality, that day, there were very few inmates and very old guards, so it was not a big military yeah. victory. There were seven people uh, incarcerated in the Bastille on that day, but they were really looking for the, the weapons that were held within the Bastille. For the weapons, and again, it was the symbol of uh, the uh, unfairness of the of the old regime, ancien regime, as we told it at the time. Anybody could have been jailed just because he or she was uh, uh, not in line with what the, the yeah. king if, was. If saying. you displease the monarch, you might end up in the Bastille. Yes, and mm-hmm. um, you mentioned the ancien regime, and this is really the symbol of the death of the ancien regime. Yes, uh, we were still had a, a king for a few more years, then he was uh, uh, killed, as you know, guillotined in 1793, uh, so four years later. Uh, but it was, yes, the fall of the Ancien Régime, as we called it. Yeah. Um, when did they actually knock down the Bastille, do you know? Uh, I think uh, just a few years later, all the the, the stones were then used for uh, other <laughs> other buildings. <laughs> so <laughs> they, they are still the there somewhere. Yes. <laughs> now, the theme of uh, this year's Bastille Day is sustainability. Explain. Uh, well, here in Dublin, indeed, we put the emphasis on sustainability because it's a very important uh, pillar of our cooperation with Ireland. Uh, this has been decided by the Chishok and the President when uh, uh, President Macron visited Ireland two years ago. And so we work both on uh, renewable energy, uh, on the development of offshore wind in particular, but also on solar here in Ireland. French companies are very interested to uh, invest here in Ireland. We work with the so-called interconnector, the scale which will yeah. soon... Uh, so liaise- you have nuclear, you see, and uh, we will have lots of wind, hopefully, mm-hmm. and we will have a certain level of solar. But there will be times when the clouds are here or it is dark and there's no wind and we need your help. And hopefully there'll be times when we can offer you wind. Yes, that's that's the idea, to exchange both ways, certainly uh, electricity. And this will be operational as early 2027 and will re- represent more or less 10% of the Irish consumption. So it's, it's very significant. Now, um, the celebrations this year, will they be in any way muted because of the events in France uh, following the shooting of the, uh, the, the young man in a car by police? Mm. And there were so many riots and so much destruction. Um, will the celebrations today be different? I don't think so. These were, of course, very, very uh, unfortunate and, and sad developments, both the shooting and then the, the riot and the violence which took place afterwards. 
but uh, things have in a way receded. Of course, the, the, the deep-rooted reasons are still to be analyzed and are not solved, obviously. But now, almost two weeks later, I think there is uh, among the broad population the, 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 the feeling that we should unite again, we should try to celebrate and we should try to overcome these difficulties. Yeah. Um, when you talk to these uh, communities who uh, feel themselves they are disenfranchised and they're in this kind of strange world where they may have come from um, the Francophone Arab world where French is spoken as sometimes the first language even, but generally as a second language, they come to France or their parents or grandparents have come to France and they somehow feel they're not being treated as French and yet... They have no allegiance anymore to Algeria or Morocco because they've been here for three generations. How do you solve that problem? It's not an easy uh, problem. It's not specific to France either. Uh, in the, the, our culture, sorry, our societies in Europe are becoming more and more multicultural. Uh, it is something where we need to uh, work on all fronts, on uh, social integration, economic integration, political integration. If you look at France now, uh, it's much more diverse, uh, not just on the streets, but also in uh, in media life, in sports, in uh, political life. We have more and more people with a, a migrant background uh, in our parliament. Uh, and so people have to feel, of course, included. We have a much more incl inclusive society. Uh, but it's uh, something long haul. We also have to work, continue to work on uh, housing because we tended to have uh, uh, neighborhoods with a uh, high mm. concentration of people with migrant uh, background where the integration was uh, failing, obviously. So this is something which where the government continues to work and with the uh, municipalities and region and invest heavily. Mm. Now, uh, normally the president will give a, uh, an interview on Bastille Day, but he, he, President Macron is not going to do that this year. W why not? Yes, it's uh, well. It's tradition. It's not, of course, something which is required by law. He will. He has decided to speak in a few days' time. So I expect him in a couple of days' time to. to is speak that to the that uh, you know just in case there were any kind of riotous activities, unscheduled riotous <laughs> activities? Because I'm sure there'll be lots of riotous activities of joy right across France, but unscheduled riotous activities that he would. Uh, you know, be put in a, an awkward position, perhaps. No, um, I, I'm not sure. But today we will also celebrate uh, a special host, uh, Prime Minister Modi of, of India, who is the uh, special uh, guest for the uh, Bastille Day celebration. So I believe that the Prince will be also uh, taking care of his uh, uh, distinguished guest, uh, Prime Minister Modi. Mm. Now, the, the links between Ireland and France are, are very deep. I mean, we still talk about uh, the, the year of the French um, when the, the French came to Mayo and uh, hoped to change the course of Irish history. It didn't quite work out that way. But we've had long-standing contacts. I mean, uh, uh, President de Gaulle came here on a famous visit. Yes. Uh, so the Year of the French is also a theme we, we celebrate throughout this year because, again, it refers to these events back in 1798, for 225 years ago, when the United Irishmen had this aspiration of uh, justice and, and freedom and had uh, some inspiration both in the United States uh, and in, in France. And as you well know, Wolf Tone spent a few years in France and then came back and asked for the uh, military support of France. A short-lived uh, republic was uh, proclaimed. The Republic of Connaught didn't last long, but at least <laughs> the spirit was there. So we will commemorate this uh, throughout the year and continue. It was in, in, in Mayo and we'll come back to Mayo a few times. Um, and um, uh, as, uh, as you say, uh, this is about celebrating 
uh, well, freedom, liberty, equality and fraternity. I, I mentioned President de Gaulle in 1969 himself and his wife Yvonne and his aide-de-camp François Flory, Floric, I think his name is, came to, to Ireland. You wonder why. But it turns out that Charles de Gaulle's great-grandmother was Marie-Angelique McCartan. Yes. From, from County Down, I think. And then his wife, Charles de Gaulle's wife, Yvonne, had a, a special reason for visiting, which was to visit someone who had been her governess in France, a May McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Yes, there was this indeed a family uh, a link uh, between the General de Gaulle and, uh, as you mentioned, his uh, ancestry in County Down. Uh, and uh, and so after having uh, left uh, the office in late April 1969, he decided to spend seven weeks here yeah. in Ireland, uh, both in County Kerry, County Galway, and, and he went then to Killarney and spent a few days here in Dublin. Uh, and this, this is something which has... Uh, and uh, remain uh, something yeah. very vivid in French history. You, you know, this uh, nice picture of him walking uh, down the, the yeah. beach uh, in County Kerry, yeah. close to Sneem in particular. Sneem, yeah, that's mm-hmm. where May McCarthy uh, came from. Another uh, Irish connection, we know that uh, our expats uh, often headed to France, and Samuel Beckett being uh, noted among them, and he was involved in the French resistance. Yes, uh, Samuel Beckett was uh, indeed a very courageous man, and having sp- spent some time in France when uh, we were then invaded in 1940, he decided to, to fight on the, uh, uh, for France, something which we are very grateful for. Uh, and he is in a way, uh, uh, the, he illustrates a kind of new generation of all those Irish men who fought in, uh, in the past in the Irish Brigade and other Irish units mm. in the French army in the 18th and 19th century, the so-called wild geese. But he helped the resistance in Paris and then uh, I think he had to move out of Paris with the the arrival of the Nazis, but even in his uh, country retreat, he was helping them by hiding weaponry, which could have had him shot. Oh yes, certainly. I mean, he put his life in danger, and, and he was very brave. Now, um, the, the activities. Uh, are you aware of other uh, Hiberno French activities today to mark Bastille Day? Yes. So this morning, uh, I will go to Glasnevin to the National Cemetery to lay wreath. Uh, uh, on the monument, which is uh, honouring uh, all the Irish men and women who made the sacrifice of their life for France. So this is a, a monument which was erected in 2016 for the uh, centenary of the Battle of the Somme. Uh, I will be there also with a, a number of uh, a fellow ambassadors from the United States, uh, also from Germany, from the UK and others. Uh, and uh, in the afternoon, I will have... Um, uh, a, a nice and, and reception for uh, all our uh, friends here in Ireland. Yesterday I was invited by the uh, uh of the Senate uh, also to as a sign of uh, friendship between uh, Oractus and, and France. Tomorrow I'll go to Portalington, Portalington, sorry, Portalington yeah. <laughs> in County Leach, uh, where we will uh, sign the twinning with a French city in southern France. And on Saturday night and, uh, and Sunday, I will be in Limerick, where we have a nice festival about the wild geese. Very good. So lots of things happening. Before I, I uh, let you go, Ambassador, uh, let's go back to global politics mm. and European politics particularly. And uh, President Macron, we read that uh, France has decided to supply long-range missiles to Ukraine to help them battle the Russians. And it marks... If we look back at the period since February of last year, a change in the attitude of President Macron, who tried to act as a go-between in the early days of the war and in some way bring about some rapprochement between Ukraine and Russia, he's now firmly on the side 
of Ukraine in their battle to defeat Russia. Well, we, we, France and the French French, has always been on the side of Ukraine from day one. We have condemned the Russian uh, illegal and unjustified uh, uh, invasion and aggression of Ukraine. But obviously we wanted this war to be as short as possible and, and to convince the Russian to stop this war. Sadly, uh, many attempts to uh, convince the Russian to stop this war have failed. Uh, and, and now uh, we are, of course, continuing to uh, support, including militarily, uh, the uh, uh, Ukrainian uh, government, uh, which is asking for military support. So now the, the last, after tanks, after the training of pilots, we're now delivering long-range uh, missile. Uh, hopefully, of course, this war will end as soon as possible, but with uh, all the uh, conditions set by the Ukrainians respected, meaning their territorial integrity and their sovereignty as a state. Uh, Which might be difficult because the Russians, having been in Crimea since 2014, um, to move out of that territory would be seen as a crushing defeat. Well, again, let, let's see how things move. But uh, we stay, uh, of course, very firmly on the other side of Ukraine, which have been completely mm. and fairly uh, invaded. Yeah, it will redraw the map of NATO ultimately in time. Well, the summit has taken place in Vilnius yeah. this week uh, with uh, an opening towards uh, an ultimate one-day accession of uh, Ukraine uh, because indeed here we are uh, uh, helping a, a country which has been uh, completely uh, and justifiably uh, invaded by a large neighbour. Mm. Now, it seems to me, Ambassador, you're working most of the time during Bastille Day, but uh, I hope that you manage to, to raise a glass of champagne at some point today and uh, enjoy your national festival. I will, I will, Sally. Thank you very much. Vincent Guerrand, French ambassador to Ireland, uh, thank you very much for joining us in studio. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.